Hello, this is Sudarshan and in this episode 001, we will talk about water balance. So coming to water, what is this water? Water is an important and essential component of life. We know that almost 70% of our body is made up of water along with the earth as well. 70% of earth is water. What are the functions of water? Water is important for the regulation of body temperature, for the transport of minerals and nutrients, along with that to perform several metabolic reactions. Now we can have two types of water that is exogenous and endogenous water. In the general water balance we have exogenous water is what we take. It's basically the food intake that is exogenous water and endogenous water. Endogenous water is the metabolism or the oxidation of the foodstuffs that occurs inside the body that is called as endogenous water and the excretion of this water will be in the form of urine. Why urine? Because 95% of water is present in urine and through the skin in the form of sweat when we do uh, a lot of workout or exercise we sweat isn't it? and along with that feces. Why feces? Because in some conditions like diarrhea we can experience the watery stools. And then we can have um, lungs. So why lungs? Because isohydric transport occurs in the lungs where water combines with carbon dioxide to form carbonic acid with minimal reduction in pH. Please remember the definition of isohydric transport. I repeat, it is, the, it is the transport method where water combines with carbon dioxide to form carbonic acid and there is minimal reduction in the pH. These two points are important. So this is with respect to briefly the water balance and the regulation. The regulation mainly occurs through RAS mechanism renin angiotensin aldosterone system so let us see how it goes so first of all in the in the liver we have angiotensinogen that is the inactive form and then to this we have the renin which is secreted by the juxtaglomerular cells or the jg cells of jga juxtaglomerular apparatus the factors stimulating are low blood pressure low extracellular fluid volume along with sodium and sympathetic activity. So angiotensinogen is converted into the angiotensin 1. Then angiotensin 1 on angiotensin converting enzyme secreted by the lungs and spleen, the half-life is, is 30 seconds to 60 seconds. Uh, we will get angiotensin 2 and angiotensin 2 to angiotensin 3 then angiotensin 3 on angiotensinases will get angiotensin 4. Angiotensin 2 and 4 will stimulate the hypothalamus, induce the thirst centers, thereby increases the blood pressure, the ECF volume, the sodium, the GFR, along with two hormones, CRH and ACTH. CRH as in corticotrophin releasing hormone, ACTH as in adrenocorticotrophic hormone, whereas angiotensin 3 stimulates adrenal cortex to release aldosterone which layer of the adrenal cortex zona glomerulosa then aldosterone increases sodium and water retention in the ECF thereby increases the ECF volume promoting increased blood volume 
and thereby increase in blood pressure. So here we need to note that the renin, the angiotensin and aldosterone. These are the three substances increasing the blood pressure. Now we have three sets of hormones that is ANP, BNP and CNP. ANP as in atrial natriuretic peptide, BNP as in brain natriuretic peptide, CNP as in C-type or cardiac type natriuretic peptide. So these are the hormones which are secreted from right atrium of the heart. They will antagonize aldosterone to a phenomenon called as aldosterone escape where they will decrease the sodium and water retention in the ECF thereby decrease the ECF volume and then decrease the blood volume and the blood pressure. The opposite of which aldosterone will perform. This is the regulation. Now, before I end up with the water balance, we will talk about osmolarity and osmolality. Remember this, it can be asked for 3 marks. Please remember this difference. It is very, very important. Even for viva also it may be asked. So what is this osmolarity? What is this osmolality? We will see. Osmolarity is milliosmoles per liter of the solute. And osmolality is milliosmoles per kg of solvent. Normal plasma osmolality will be 285 to 295 milliosmoles per kg. Normal urine volume is roughly around 500 to 800 milliosmoles per kg. We can also have the other regulatory mechanisms of water balance. One will be through the water tank model, which is not that very important, but still. So that brings us to the end of this episode. So thank you so much. I will meet you in the next episode.